Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 30th day of June in the year of our Lord, 2023. I will be talking about the abuse of power, the corruption, and the willingness of the President of the United States to sell his country to foreigners. Some of them enemies are at least very hostile to America for money. Did he do that, or was it just Hunter? That's our subject for today. It saddens me greatly to have to discuss such things, especially on the Friday before the 4th of July. But nevertheless, wishing that it had not and is not happening won't make it so. It appears that the President of the United States is so vile, so wicked, so totally corrupt, that he used his son as a conduit to extort money from foreign corporations and foreign governments in exchange for favors and influence from the vice president and currently the president of the United States. The accusations I just mentioned are, as Ron Paul stated, eminently impeachable. Will the president face impeachment charges over any of the corruption that he appears guilty of? I doubt it very much because of past behavior of this government and the weak, gutless nature of Republicans in Congress. More and more evidence pours out of the cesspool of House Oversight Committee hearings every single day, but it gets nothing more than a nod or a raised eyebrow from the Democrats. When did members of the House and Senate transition into advocates for a corrupt president? With each new whistleblower allegation, the Democrats say, well, it appears that you've got Hunter dead to rights, but Hunter is not the president. You haven't laid a glove on Joe. Next, an audio recording of a conversation apparently made in the president's home office appears, and its words clearly make Joe the mastermind behind the influence for money scheme. Quote from the recorded conversation with a Chinese energy company executive whose company was connected to the Chinese communist security apparatus. Quote, I am sitting here with my father. We would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director. I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father, end quote. Photos show that Hunter was at his father's Wilmington, Delaware home, On the day he sent the message, the House Ways and Means Committee received it from IRS Supervisory Agent Gary Shapley, who alleges a cover-up in the tax fraud investigation of Hunter. $5 million appeared in the Biden account shortly after the call, but the president continues to insist that he never discussed business with Hunter on any occasion. Evidence to the contrary is now substantial. Hunter's lawyers more or less admit that the call was real but insist it had nothing to do with Joe. President Nixon once famously said, quote, people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook, end quote. Well, President Nixon did not have the luxury of having the Attorney General of the United States on the leash to do his bidding and block the all efforts at prosecution honest agents might attempt to bring. It appears now that some of the agents at Department of Justice, FBI, even the IRS were at least attempting to do their jobs and pursue evidence, but they were blocked by superiors at every turn. There is substantial evidence that is now in the possession of the House Committee. 
that not only was the president involved in discussions with Hunter, but he kept a personal, i.e. not a government or his own cell phone, an international phone that could make and receive calls from all over the world said phone was paid for at $300 per month from Hunter's business. Since the House committee has the phone, how hard would it be for them to get the records of every call made from or to that phone? Whether or not that happens will be a clear indicator of how serious this committee is about slowing this country's descent into the cesspool. The executive from Burisma allegedly extorted by the Biden, said he talked to Joe and recorded the conversations. Perhaps Joe used his global phone to take and make those extortion calls. Sadly, Joe Biden is not the only one accused of corruption in this case. I'm not talking about the entire Biden family, many, many of whom are admitted crack addicts with its associated problems. No, I'm talking about the agencies of the federal government. Agencies like the FBI, the IRS, but most importantly, the United States Department of Justice, the agency that is supposed to hire the best and the brightest lawyers to investigate and prosecute federal crimes in all federal districts. Needless to say, the Attorney General and the United States attorneys who work for him are supposed to be above suspicion. The U.S. Attorney from Delaware, David Weiss, signed a letter dated June 7th claiming he had been granted, quote, ultimate authority over the Hunter Biden case. He had, he said, ultimate prosecutorial decision-making authority related to the criminal case against Hunter Biden. Attorney General Merrick Garland also testified to the Senate Judiciary Committee that Weiss had, quote, full authority to charge. That directly conflicts with statements Weiss made to the team investigating Hunter. He told them he had no power to bring charges against Joe Biden's son, if that is true, and it appears to be, then he lied in, him, in the letter. Who wrote that letter? Who told him to sign it and to send it? Why did he comply with those directions? All good and valid questions, none of which have been satisfactorily answered so far. One thing is certain, folks. One thing is certainly clear, and that is that corruption drips from this vile family, pollutes everything and everyone it touches. IRS investigating agent Gary Shapley said... Weiss personally told him in a one-on-one -on -one meeting that I'm not the deciding official on whether charges are filed. U.S. Attorney Weiss also said he tried to go through the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office but was not approved. He was trying to get special counsel status so he could charge anywhere, especially in California, but was refused each time. This was reportedly a, quote, shocker to the agents who were present and had been conducting the investigation. Merrick Garland, in a press conference a week ago, said that Weiss had full authority in any district. But that statement appears to be untrue, even the New York Times. In its story from last Tuesday, admitted that there is valid evidence that Weiss was restrained in his authority to charge. House Speaker McCarthy said that House Republicans will start an impeachment investigation of Garland to see if what Weiss said is true, one thing is for sure. The Department of Justice, once respected, once admired, once sought after as a place where the brightest wanted to serve, is now dirted, blighted, slimed by this slimy family. Either the Attorney General of the United States or the United States Attorney for the District of Delaware is lying and has lied to Congress about Hunter Biden's alleged crimes. That lying is and of itself a crime. So someone needs to be prosecuted. Various news sources, including the New York Post, 
reported that Weiss told many witnesses, and I said IRS agent Shapley, that he was not the deciding official. Shepley was so surprised by the statement he sent it in writing to other team members. This all seems like whistling through the graveyard to those of us on the outside looking in, but we do know that allegations are not enough. Real evidence is required. If the House brought a bill of impeachment against Merrick Garland, he was tried in the Senate. What are the chances of a conviction regardless of the evidence? Perhaps the chances are zero in the Democrat-controlled Senate, but it would at least produce that real evidence I mentioned. Weiss could testify, as well as those six witnesses who said he told them he did not have charging authority if they whitewashed it then the country, especially the Democrat country, would at least have to look at itself in the mirror. So as it turns out, Hunter did not report the millions he received from all those foreign sources. That violates numerous federal laws, and they are felonies. Hunter's plea deal, however, is two misdemeanor charges, no jail time. This stinks to high heaven. It stinks, permeates the entire nation. We have to start asking ourselves what kind of people we are right now because banana republics are insulted to be mentioned with us. However, the misdemeanor deal will go before a judge on July 26. Maybe that judge is honest, maybe, but we will see. Hunter is what in banking parlance is known as a PEP or politically exposed person. So numerous safeguards must be met for him to transfer any funds offshore. I often have to transfer funds from my nonprofit here in America to a nonprofit in Europe so I know how onerous it is, unless you are the first son, of course. So this must mean that if you are the son of the president, you have a license to sell your father's office, to sell to communist enemies, to extort millions, to commit literally hundreds of sex, drugs, and gun crimes, and receive only a little probation. This all serves to make America a laughing joke around the world. Our $32 trillion of debt, our legendary incompetence in government, our complete inability to make anything come out right, but we have always had a great military for the president to rely on, to get him out of the messes he creates. Now, for lack of a better word, woke has invaded the military. Even it's a joke. We used to be trusted, admired. We deserved it. We were honorable. And we were the light of democracy and freedom. This problem is not just one crackhead, sex-obsessed junkie. It's about how people in charge from the president on down have slithered into a level of corruption that would be embarrassing to the dictators of most banana republics. They have destroyed the rule of law, the foundational principles that help make this country so prosperous. They chip away at the core principles and the system of law and justice is so corrupt it's a joke. Congress appears totally incapable of stopping it. Just to put a final word on the real subject of this report, that is Joe, not Hunter. I will leave you with a few items not talked about very much in the press. An IRS probe into Hunter's money laundering business with foreign hostile nations was given a stand-down order. The FBI and IRS intended to search Joe Biden's house in September 2020, but were given a stand-down order. The FBI authenticated Hunter's laptop a year before the New York Post broke the story and reported it. The FBI not to, uh, decided not to use the laptop's hundreds of filmed felonies for prosecution, but instead has to plot to warn social media companies 
that it was all just Russian disinformation. The FBI used its 2016 collusion, which it invented, to meddle in the 2020 election. Finally, folks, the FBI worked so closely with Twitter in 2020 that their agents and Twitter employees celebrated the election results together. The FBI paid Twitter $3.5 million for the staff hours, the staff time, used on their influence operation. Now, folks, the House committee investigating knows all I have just said is true if the members of Congress charged with investigating all this do not wish to be covered in slime, just like all the Democrats in this administration and like this slimy family, then they must act. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.